Last year, the University of Wyoming's utility bill was $11 million, almost $2 million more than the previous year. Next year, as even more new buildings come online, that bill is likely to increase, even as the university faces $41 million in budget cuts. That means there may be hard choices ahead. Keep the lights on or keep people employed. Wyoming Public Radio's Stephanie Joyce reports on where the utility money goes and what's being done to fight rising utility costs. So it will be kind of noisy. Forrest Selmer is the deputy director of utilities for the University of Wyoming, and he's showing me around the Central Energy Plant, a big glass-walled building on the outskirts of campus. It's a tangle of pipes and monitors and, yes, loud noises. You know, Huff, Puff, and Wheeze are the name of these guys. These guys being three giant two-story tall boilers painted bright red. The boilers suck down coal by the truckload and natural gas by the million cubic feet to generate steam for heating and cooling the campus. This is our big steam line. The steam is piped out to buildings through miles of underground tunnels. Energy use at the plant accounts for a large chunk of the university's utility bill. The other big piece is electricity for things like the motors that run building air systems. Motor loads are something nobody sees. They're behind a wall. But if you do things right, you can really save the majority of your electricity through reduction in motor loads. Those changes can save a lot of money in the long run, but often cost a lot of money up front. Recent renovations of the Biosciences Building cut its energy use by a quarter by replacing the old heating and cooling system and installing more efficient fume hoods in the building's labs. But those upgrades cost millions of dollars. Are we neglecting projects that would pay off in the long run because there's just no cash up front? Every project's a decision. Selmer says the university has made some big investments in recent years, especially on projects with short payback times. And the average energy intensity per square foot is trending down. But the university has more square feet of building space per student than most of its peers. And that's before all the new construction on campus. Selmer says his department does what it can to keep costs down on the mechanical side. But when it comes to trying to change behavior to save energy, he says that hasn't gotten as much attention. Way back, we asked for a sustainability officer, and that didn't go very far. Nobody, it's not a part of anybody's job duties. This is just extra stuff we do. What the university does have is a volunteer sustainability committee. Hi, I'm Stephanie. I'm Nicole. It's nice, nice to, to meet, meet you. you. Nicole Corfanta is the director of the Ruckles House Institute and co-chair of the committee. Her office is in the Bim Kendall House, which she proudly announces is one of the most efficient buildings on campus. So this just shows how much energy we're producing in real time compared to the amount of energy we're using. The building's energy efficiency is largely tied to its design and super-efficient mechanical systems. But Corfanta says behavior also plays a role and could play a bigger role elsewhere on campus. Given the financial situation of the university, now is the time to really start saving energy. That saves us money, and that translates into keeping people around, the staff and the faculty who make UW really special. Kerfanta points to Oklahoma State University as an example of how behavioral changes can translate into big savings. OSU says it's cut its bills by tens of millions of dollars through a campaign to do things like turn down building thermostats and shut off unneeded lights. 
But the University of Wyoming doesn't have a similar overarching sustainability or energy efficiency strategy. And it's adding more square footage. There's a a history of not fully recognizing what the costs are that is about to intersect with some very energy-intensive buildings. Like the new High Bay Research Facility. Bill Mai is the vice president for administration. He says when those new buildings come online, they're going to need lights. It's something that has to be done. Those bills have to be paid. We don't have an option not to pay them. Which means continuing to cut in other areas or looking seriously at ways to make the campus more efficient. For Inside Energy, I'm Stephanie Joyce. To see which buildings on the University of Wyoming's campus are the most energy intensive and how much they cost to operate each year, visit our website at insideenergy.org.